And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Crickets, your Tuesday, April 13th edition. Hope everybody had a great Monday evening. It was a fun one on the diamond. Uh, lots of pretty good pitching overall. The bats woke up late. Oakland did their thing, as we'd expect. The uh, Angels took off late, so that was a fun one. But overall, you know, it was supposed to be a 12-game slate, turned into a 10-game slate with a couple weather rainout situations in New York and Baltimore. So that will affect the uh, Tuesday slate. It's supposed to be an 11-game slate, now it's a 10-game slate because the uh, Boston-Minnesota game, which is now a doubleheader on Tuesday, is off of the main slate. If you have any questions throughout the day, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick or come join me in the free fantasy DGENs Slack chat. Lots of fun going on over there. Also, if you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes, we'd much appreciate it. It would help the podcast out a ton. If you prefer to watch the podcast instead of listen to it through your earbuds, through your you know podcast apps, go check out the Rotoball YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff, and it'll get you taken care of. All right, 10-game slate on a Tuesday to break down for you. Let's talk totals real quick. On this slate, you have the um, Rangers-Jays total of 8, Marlins-Braves total of 8, Nationals-Cardinals total of 7.5, Indians-White Sox total of 7, Tigers-Astros total of 9, Angels-Royals 8.5, Reds-Giants 7.5, Rockies-Dodgers 8. You can hear what the total's there. Lots of 7s and 8s involved in occasional 9 because it is a day of aces. We have some stud pitchers on the bump for your MLB DFS action. You have Shane Bieber at 10-7 at the Chicago White Sox. I'll pass. It was similar to Monday's action. You know, you had Cole at 10-7. You had Glass now at 10-4. I'll take the savings for a better matchup and uh, a cheaper price tag. And that's what I'll do. Instead of paying 10-7 for Bieber, if I'm paying in the 10K range, it's Trevor Bauer at 10-2 at home against the Colorado Rockies, a Rockies team that is just absolutely dreadful right now offensively. They can't; they weren't hitting in Coors, let alone on the road. It's been a bad, bad go for the Rockies. They just got swept by the Giants in San Francisco. Cueto almost threw a CG on them. Uh, everybody was just absolutely dealing against the Rockies. Now you get Trevor Bauer at home against Colorado. Yeah, sign me up for that. Uh, in Colorado, he he took a no-no, I remember, into the seventh. And then they got to him in the seventh. Anyway, so six and a third, got you 27 DK points. Uh, he struck out 10 in that one. He went six and two-thirds against Oakland, struck out 10 in that one for 27 points as well. Solid floor with Bauer, because even when he gets hit around a little bit, all the strikeouts are there. Through 110 pitches this last time, I think 96 the time before. So you don't have to worry about that as well like you do with some other pitchers. He's going to go deep into games. He's going to strike a lot of guys out. Two things that are recipes for success against the Colorado Rockies. So Bauer at 10-2, I will play over Bieber tonight. But if you want to save a few more dollars, Lucas Giolito, 9,800 at home against the Cleveland Indians, a Cleveland Indians ball club that's offensively challenged at times right now too. Eddie Rosario went deep on Monday, which was good to see, but still some issues when you uh, you break it all down. Uh, Giolito's coming off a start against the Mariners, five and a third, four hits, three and 10 Ks. He has eight or more Ks in both starts this season. Only gone five and a third in both, but up to 96 pitches his last time out. So he should be good to go, hopefully six-plus, 100-plus pitches. Uh, he's got 21 or more points in every start, 27 in his last one. Like him quite a bit against Cleveland if you want to save some cash. I still kind of prefer Bauer over Geo, which for those that listen to my Bench with Bubba season-long fantasy podcast or follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick, know my love for Lucas Giolito. So that pains me to say that, but when it comes to matchups and situations tonight, 
I'll take Trevor Power over Lucas Giolito, both phenomenal options. It's like pulling at straws and trying to decide who your favorite child is. It just doesn't work out very well. So um, give me Bauer over Gio, but Gio still a great play. Now, if you want to slide down the board, and I'm going to skip a lot of pitchers. There's a lot of good pitchers tonight, but I'm trying to be very picky. And the next group of pitchers is because DraftKings mispriced them. Maybe there's so many good pitchers. They couldn't price them all high, but they should, in my opinion, still be higher than some other guys we're going to skip. So we're dropping down. We're dropping down. We're dropping down. $7,500. I think you guys remember this last week. Play Brandon Woodruff. Brandon Woodruff at home this time against the Chicago Cubs. Last time out, Woodruff seven innings, no runs, one hit, eight Ks for 31 points at Chicago. Do I expect it to be that good? No. Do I expect it to be good? Yes. Um, he's at home against the Chicago team that we talked about going into Monday night against Freddie Peralta. A batting average above just above 100, an ISO just above 100, and striking out over 30% of the time versus right into pitching. Well, Freddie Peralta went six, like two hits, four walks, like uh, eight Ks, I think, something like that along those lines. It was filthy, dominated, as you'd expect. Look for Woodruff to do the same with 7500 bucks. Peralta was 77 Everyone ran to play him. There's no reason why no one should be running to play with Brandon Woodruff, and no one played him last week. You would expect that to make the ownership higher, but there's so many options on the slate. He still may get overlooked. Phenomenal matchup. First um, versus the Chicago Cubs. Enjoy it. If you want to save even more money, because another mispriced guy that just, I'm mind boggled by this one. The Giants offense, it's not the end of the world like it used to be, but it's still not great by any means. Lucas or Luis Castillo is $7,100 at the Giants. Luis Castillo got beat up big time in the home opener against St. Louis. The last time out against Pittsburgh, seven innings, four hits, no runs, one walk, 5K, almost 27 DK points. And that was only 5Ks. He should be well over five strikeouts against the Giants. I'm thinking seven, eight Ks. Uh, he should be able to go six-plus innings. He should be able to limit the damage. $7,100, phenomenal price point. Like, if you want to play Woodruff and Castillo, you have 20-point floors, I would imagine, in both. At least that's my interpretation. If you want to be more conservative, like 16-point floors in both, but you can get all the bats. And on a slate with such great pitching, you can get all the bats in the like, couple matchups you can really exploit, which is intriguing as well, because if you pay it for the pitching, obviously you're not getting those bats. So Castillo and Woodruff, phenomenal plays at 75 and 71. The other one I will mention, opposite Lucas G, or, uh, Luis Castillo in this matchup, Kevin Gossman is $6,800 at home against those same Cincinnati Reds. A Reds team that really didn't do a ton against Aaron Sanchez. Aaron Sanchez didn't blow him away, but he didn't get hit around a lot. It was the bullpen that got hit around. Gossman's elite right now. He's proved me wrong so far in two starts. He's got at least he's got six and two-thirds in the first one with giving up one run, striking out six. Seven innings in the second run, uh, one run, striking out five. He has 20 or more DK points in both starts. That was at Seattle and at San Diego. He was outstanding. 6800 bucks against Cincinnati Reds. Great price for Kevin Gosman. So Woodruff, Castillo, Gosman, three great punts. You can play two of those three and call it good if you want to. Or you can mix in a Bauer. You can mix in a Giolito. Like those are the five pitchers I have circled right now. I'd be rotating those in and out. I honestly think they're all cash viable. They're all GPP viable. Depends on how you want to go about it. Like I think Bauer's got the highest ceiling out of the five. But we've seen Gio throw a no-no. Pretty darn high ceiling in my books. 
But Bauer versus Colorado at home, that's elite. We know Bauer, barring something crazy, Bauer's going 100-plus pitches. Where the other guys, you, you you think they are, they should be, they're lined up to do this, but you know Bauer is. Like, that's a fact. It's happening. Um, and then if I have to narrow down the, the three in the low-priced, I'd probably go Woodruff, Gossman, Castillo. But it's like grasping at straws there, too. So five really good pitchers, three mispriced in a big, big way. Other good pitchers on the slate, but I'm sticking to those five, trying to narrow things down on a 10-game slate. There's 20 pitchers. We have five we're targeting. That's what we're looking at on tonight's action. Let's go to the bats now. Now we've got pitching, quote-unquote, figured out. Let's talk some bats. And the pricing's tough because there's there's still a lot of high-priced options, but there's actually good pitchers. So it makes things a little cheaper. That's why uh, taking some value arms. And another thing you can do tomorrow or on Tuesday is – you have your Woodruff, Castillo, Gossman. See what ownership is by about like two, five Eastern, two Pacific, a couple hours before lock. Take the two lowest owns out of three or whatever, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Take one of the low owns, whatever. So you make sure you're not eating too much chalk if that makes you feel better. I'll just be different with bats. I'll take the guys I want. I'll mix and match. We'll have some fun with the bats. Catcher's position. Uh, you got Big Willie Smith against Sensatella at 49. Dodgers will be extremely popular tonight. Not a problem with that at all. But I'm probably not going there with Will Smith. I'd rather spend up at some other positions. So when it comes to catcher, I'm going to drop down below 4K. Jonah Heim, if he's catching for Texas against Ryan Yarborough, 3,700. Heim uh, has been very productive in his three outings so far. He's got a hit in each outing. He's got an extra base hit in each one. He's got seven or more points in each game. He's even got a stolen base. So Jonah Heim, a young kid that came over from the A's, $3,700 for Texas. Right, uh, He's a switch hitter. Yarborough showed it his last time out, and I, I watched his first start against Miami. He's got filthy, filthy stuff, but it's not overpowering if he's not locating. He didn't locate it as well against Boston. They hit him hard. I'm not saying stack him, but on this slate, you might want to take him compared to other options. So Jonah Heim at 37 is in play. If you're not using Gossman or you want a one-off, Tucker Barnhart at 36. Still don't mind that. Uh, Omar Narvaez at 34 against Kyle Hendricks is worth a look. Uh, one Another one I like outside of Heim, if Francisco Mejia – is starting for Tampa Bay. He's 3,400 against Gibson. Uh, uh, Mejia has hits in uh, – he went hitless in his last outing on um, Monday. He went 0 for 3. Prior to that, he is uh, safe in three straight games, four of five prior to that, five or more DK points in four of those five games, 3,400 bucks. Not a bad price tag for Mejia. And more importantly, you want some Tampa Bay Rays tonight because they're facing our buddy, our good buddy, who we – Stacked and, and were great against on opening day. Last time out, he made us look like fools. We'll go back to, to beating up on Kyle Gibson, folks. So Tampa Bay, Mejia, 34 hundo. Keep that in mind. And then other than that, like there's a few here and there, nothing crazy. Like Alejandro Kirk versus Tyon, if he gets to start, I'm intrigued by that. If, um, say, Haim's not playing, but Trevino is for Texas, he's 31. Not a bad, cheap uh, catching option either. Dom Nunez against Bauer. I'm not looking to attack Bauer, obviously. But at 2800 bucks, when all Nunez does is either home run or pretty much strike out, well, Bauer does strikes out and gives up home runs. So Nunez at 28 is intriguing in a GPP if you want to go that route. First base position, it gets a little more fun now. I love Pablo Lopez, but you know we're going to have to attack some talented pitchers tonight. Freddie Freeman at 54, I love. we got Lopez on the road, which we prefer because he's really, really good at home. Prefer him on the road, prefer lefties. So Freeman at 54 in that matchup, we will we will look to exploit if paying up at the position. Otherwise, you can slide it on down town. Go uh, Shohei Otani, lefty-lefty crime against Duffy at 45. I like Otani had a big Monday. 
I, I like the lefty lefty crime because people will not want to pay for Shohei with uh, facing the lefty and Danny Duffy. No problem with that at all. Um, going below 4K though, Yuli Gurriel against the lefty Boyd at 39. Astros will be a target against uh, Matty Boyd today. Gurriel at 39 loves hitting them lefties. Keep him on your radar. And then other ones, it's going to come down to lineups and do you, which pitcher do you want to attack? That's going to be the fun start. So the first look podcast will get you kind of in the right spot. And then you have to kind of keep navigating there. Like Jesus Aguilar versus Max Fried at 31 brings some value to the plate. I love Josh Bell at 3K versus Flaherty. I talked about him on Monday's show, 3,100 versus um, coming off the COVID IL. He produced like 11 or 12 points, I think. 3K versus Flaherty. Flaherty's been very up and down. St. Louis bullpen's very up and down. Josh Bell at 3K, phenomenal value. Cash game viable. Very, very much cash game viable at $3,000. Last but not least, Rowdy Telez, $2,800, having a horrific start to the season. But in tournaments, the appeal is still very, very much there. Second base with Metterfield, 5800 very expensive, very intriguing though at that price point. Jose Altuve at 56 I, if it's, it's almost like Houston's got the better matchup for Boyd, but if I'm paying 56 for Altuve, I almost want to pay 58 just to have Merrifield, who I think is a better offensive player and will be extremely le- much less owned. So something to think about if you're doing that. Otherwise, Ozzy Albies at 47 versus Lopez. Atlanta's an expensive stack against a good pitcher, but it's one of the ones I don't mind targeting on tonight's action. Uh, going below the 4K range now, Gavin Lux is 3,800 versus Sensatella. like that one quite a bit. If you're looking for savings, you can attack him. Nick Solak at 36 versus Yarbrough. Uh, Jazz Chisholm, once again, 3,400 switch hitting versus Freed. Uh, Chisholm put up a double-digit knife. Or no, I think he put up seven points for us on Monday, which was not bad at 3,300. He's 34 tonight. Go ahead and attack that once again. Other than that... It's really going to come down to the line. It's like, is Nico Goodrum leading off for Detroit? Second base shortstop at 29 versus Rizzi. You could go there. Nicky Lopez at 28. If you really, really need to punt, you could do that. Tyler Wade, if he cracks the lineup at 26, I doubt he does because they're starting to get healthy there in New York. But a couple options there, like Nico Goodrum, Nicky Lopez, if you really need to punt, I would try not to unless you have to. Uh, third base now, you got Moustakas versus Gossman. I'll pass, but uh, DJ LeMahieu at 54 versus Ryu. You can do that if you're stacking the Yankees, only if you're stacking the Yankees. Uh, Justin Turner's in play at 53 for their Dodgers stacks because most will go to the lefties versus Sinsatella. Don't sleep on Turner. Bregman at 5K versus Boyd, very, very nice like that. Joey Wendell, third base shortstop, 4,800 versus Gibson. He's expensive, so hopefully most won't play him, but Wendell's been swinging a very, very hot stick. So at $4,800. Something you can uh, build around for sure. Uh, cheaper plays, I think in a tournament, I like to attack Tyon with Toronto in this one. Kevin Bijou at 43 fits the tournament mold. And he has he has nice GPP upside for not like the 5K prices. Remember times last year, once he gets swinging it, he was in the 5Ks a lot. He's very inconsistent, especially right now. At least, at least last year when he was feeling it, he was walking a lot. He was scoring runs, stealing a couple bags. He's finding ways to get you double-digit points. So he's not doing that right now. But he does have that big upside. Like he's got 0 4 18, 3 0 24. So, like, he's got that big boom, boomer bust type upside. So, in a GPP stack at 43 on a slate like this, I don't mind a little Kevin Biggio. Um, farther down the line below 4K, Austin Riley against Pablo Lopez. We prefer lefties versus Pablo. If you're getting in a weird stack versus Atlanta, Riley, I don't hate if you're getting weird. Just remember, it's like you want the Albies, Acuna. 
Freemans of the world. If you want to get weird, I don't hate some Austin Riley. Other than that, like if if Espinal, third base shortstop for Toronto, cracks the lineup, he's 3,300. I think that's an extreme value. If he cracks the lineup, he's a right-handed bat. Um, he went uh, two or three for five with a double, uh, two-run score to Ribby, 17 points in his first one. I mean, that was a couple days ago over the weekend. We played him, I think it was 3K. We talked about that in the Slack chat. If he's in at 33, someone you could just you could take a peek at for sure. Just make sure he's in the lineup. Shortstop position, Corey Seager at 55. I like that quite a bit for Sensatella. Uh, the Dodgers are expensive. There's certain guys we like. I love Seager in his scenario. But I don't mind the pivot to trade Turner at 54. That's not a bad look as well. Farther down, we got Joey Wendell at 48. Love Carlos Correa against Boyd at 47. Correa went deep on Monday. The dude is swinging, swinging it well. Swinging it very, very well. So keep him in mind. He has double-digit points in four of his last six games. Really good spot here versus Matty Boyd at 4,700 for Carlos Correa. Someone to uh, jump on the ship for tonight. Uh, IKF at 43. If you're stacking Texas, I could see it. But otherwise, I go Willie Adamas at 41 versus Kyle Gibson. Adamas went deep again on Monday. Really, really sh- uh, swinging a good stick. 14 0 7 over his last six or seven games. Uh, he's homered in two of his last four. 4,100 against Kyle Gibson. Nice play for Willie Adamas. Other than that, nothing really stood out. Like Jazz Chisholm at 34. Talked about him. He is in play. Espinal at 33. If he's playing for Toronto, you can go there. I guess you can go Miguel Rojas at 32 versus Freed if you're stacking up Miami or, or you want like a one-off cash game play, maybe. Um, I'd probably rather have Chisholm's upside at 34. But Rojas at 32 is not the end of the world. One guy to keep an eye on, he had a big uh, three-run double on Monday. Um, he's got 13, 9, and 6 in his last three. That is Luis Urias of Milwaukee, the now the everyday shortstop for the Brew Crew. He's 3,200 versus Kyle Hendricks in that Chicago bullpen. So he can be another cheap target. If you want to go there, we mentioned Nico Goodrum and Nicky Lopez earlier as potential punts as well. Outfield. Guess what I'm going to say next? It's loaded, guys, because it is. 10-game slate, tons of good plays. Ronald Acuna Jr. had himself a Monday night. Had himself a night. He is just so freakishly good to watch. He had himself a good start to the year. He's hitting 447 with four dongs to start the season, averaging 15 and a half points a game, 23, 24, 10, 29 over the last four games when it comes to DK scoring. Let's just keep going. 23, 24, 10, 29. Oh, he had a seven. What a bummer. 22, 30. That's how things have been going over the last seven games. So he has double digits in, in six of seven. He has 20 or more in five of seven. He's 6,100 over Pablo Lopez. If you can do Acuna, Albies, and Freeman, which you can, that's uh, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. And I love Pablo Lopez. That's why it stinks to say, but it's a very intriguing matchup there. Um, you got Trouty. Trout had a big bomb on uh, Monday night late in the game. He's 6K, good part of an angel stack. He'll be popular because Duffy's on the mound. Another reason why Acuna is intriguing if you're paying that high already because you'll get him at lower, lower ownership. Soto had another big double-digit night for us. He's 56. Don't mind him at all versus Flaherty. Uh, Victor Robles, Turner, Soto, Bell, Schwarber. They're all getting healthy. The Nats are going to be fun. Don't mind it at all. Um, a few others to take a peek at. Uh, Rosarena kind of let us down on um, Monday for $5,300 for Kyle Gibson. I'm back. We are right back on that train. Right back on Macho Man Rosarena coming down the aisle there. Two points on Monday after three straight double-digit performances. 
we'll get right back on track there. A raise rain at 53. Love it. Love it a lot. Going below 5K now, you got Austin Meadows at 48. Big, big fan of that one. Had put up nine points on Monday. Um, I'm telling you, the raise stack attack time. Austin Meadows at 48. A Rosa Rain at 53. You got Domus at 41. Wendell at 48. You got you got some options for sure. So we'll be we'll be attacking that uh, on on tonight's action. A few other ones to take a peek at in the 4K range. I'm not trying to target Gossman and Castillo. You got Winker at 46. He went deep on Monday. If you need like a one-off, I could see it. But Duffy at 45, I like that upside, like we talked about earlier. Love Michael Brantley. I, I've said it many times already to start the year. He hits lefties very, very hard. Most people will attack Boyd with Houston Astros righties. Play Michael Brantley to be different. Okay, there you go. Play Michael Brantley yet again. He's 4400 bucks and hits lefties really hard. You got Schwarber at 43 versus Flaherty. If you're stacking Washington, yes. If not, Brantley at 44 is a better play on paper. Farther down you go, maybe Naquin gets the start. He's at 42 instead of Winker. Keep an eye on that. Kyle Tucker at 41. Got it done again on Monday night. He's really, really cheap. Don't mind the lefty-lefty because if you're stacking Houston, you're hoping they hit Boyd hard, which means bullpens of the lefty-lefty might not be in play after a while. Something else to keep in mind for your Michael Brantley situation if you're concerned there. Same thing for Kyle Tucker at 41. Something to think about. When you go below 4K now, it gets even better. You got Aaron Hicks against Hung Jin Ryu with 3900 bucks switch hitting. Don't hate that. But Akil Badu, 3800 bucks hit like a 450-foot bomb off of Zach Greinke on Monday. I'll take my chances with Jayco Rizzi as well at 3800 bucks. Good price point there for Mr. Badu. Uh, cheaper plays. Joey Gallo hits lefties very well, too. 3700 if you want to be contrarian in a GPP against Yarborough. Don't dislike that at all. Um, cheaper plays. Nothing standing out yet. Manny Margot at 35 if you're stacking him up. He's going to get it going sooner or later. His overall profile looks very, very strong. So Margot at 35 if you're stacking the Rays. Good luck for you on that one. Nick Senzel is always cheap at 34. I don't hate that. He sucks me with that. But like Victor Robles at 33 is way too cheap. He's leading off. He's getting walks. He's scoring runs. He's very, very productive for his price point right now, especially in that lineup, especially as he gets like healthier. Don't forget Victor Robles if you're stacking up. I like that quite a bit. So he's 3300 bucks. He's almost even cash viable, but definitely a part of the stacks. Uh, Lourdes Correal is down to 33 against Tyon. Someone to keep in mind. Jock Jams in a GPP is only 32 versus Woodruff. I love Woodruff. But if you're playing GPPs, you're playing for the home run. And if you can get Jock Jams at 32, there's definite appeal there. So that's something to keep in mind in your tournaments with Jock Jams. If you're looking for value, cash game, and GPP, Robbie Grossman's 31 versus Oda Rizzi. Detroit is a sneaky stack. Detroit-Houston game stack is in play. But Detroit, I'm just not a big Oda Rizzi believer. I know what he can do. Just doesn't do it for me, though. So uh, Detroit is interesting. We saw what they did to Granke. Yeah, Grossman, you got Badu. You got uh, Candelario, who's a guy I forgot to mention earlier. I'm even writing him up in the Rotoballer free DraftKings picks to, for Tuesday. But he's in play. There's, there's options. Um, Ramos is red hot at the catcher's position. There's options with Detroit that I just totally did not mention tonight. But I've been writing them up all, all evening. So I should have I told you about these guys. But uh, we will get to them. Detroit is in play. we talk stacks a little later. But Grossman at 31, worth a look for you. Other than that, there's going to be a ton of options. Like uh, Palacios played well for Toronto in his one appearance. He's 29. If he's in the lineup, he's cheap. 
Garrett Cooper is heating up, had a big Monday night, 17 DK points, went three for five with a double three ribeyes. He's a good play versus uh, Freed at 2,800. Very nice value in that one. A um, few other value plays you could look at. Alex Dickerson in tournaments. He's 28 versus Luis Castillo. Uh, Dylan Carlson is 27 versus Strasburg. I like that a lot, actually, because Strasburg is kind of broken right now. So Carlson at 27. That's a very nice value in that situation. I'm also very biased to Dylan Carlson. Big, big fan of that whole situation. So I just keep, keep track of the lineups, see what pops up. But there's some serious values and just some overall really good plays down here at the position. Uh, really quick for your uh, Detroit Tiger love. Uh, Condelario, where'd you go? He's 34 hundo, first base, third base. And at the catcher's position, the one, the only, Wilson Ramos is 34 versus Rizzi. So that Ramos 34s, very, very nice. All right, let's recap the pitching on this 10-gamer for you. Again, we have five guys, five of the 20 is what we're targeting. Bauer at 10-2. Geo at 98. Prefer Bauer over Geo. Both very, very much in play. If you're saving, play with the mispriced arms of Brandon Woodruff for 75, Luis Castillo for 71, Kevin Gossman for 68. So mix and match. Do what you got to do there. Now, if you're going to play some stack attacks, love Tampa Bay versus Kyle Gibson. Dodgers are in play versus Sensatella, but I love the, the Tampa Bay call a little more. Houston versus Boyd. Miami versus Freed is interesting especially at Garrett Cooper and company. Not all in there, but very interesting. Um, I do like Atlanta versus Pablo Lopez. Talked about that quite a bit. Houston or uh, Detroit versus Oda Rizzi. I'm on board with that as well. So those are my main ones I'm looking at right now. I think Washington versus Flaherty could be quite contrarian uh, as well in their matchup. And then Toronto versus Tyon and the Yankees, if you want to get really weird. It's mainly Tampa, Houston, Detroit. Those are the main ones I'm looking at right now. Mixing a match and seeing what lineups come out and whatnot from there. But there you have it. Simple. Ten games. Pitching. Lock that in. We'll build the bats. We have ideas what we want to do. Cash will be very, very good to us, like it's been all season. And we'll build some fun GPP lineups. And if you want to help building those things, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Come join us in the Fantasy DGen Slack chat. It is free. Just need your email. That simple. So just let me know there. If you can rate and review the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. If you're a golf fan, Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast is out previewing the RBC Heritage this week. Me and Jesse broke it all down for you to get your DraftKings lineups ready, so go enjoy that. I only have three Bench with Bubba episodes scheduled for the week. A little two for sure, one still working on. So come check that out for your season-long fantasy baseball needs. Uh, you can check out this podcast on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and share there. Otherwise, have a great Tuesday. Good luck. Again, hit me up with questions. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits your Tuesday. April 13th edition. I'm out.